Hi, and welcome back to Defy Trauma and Embrace Joy. And we're talking about life management skills. And in our previous podcast, we've talked about identifying the chaos. So now that we've identified the chaos, now we want some concrete ways to manage that chaos. My guest and friend is Charlene Black, and I'm so glad to welcome her with us today. She's going to talk a little bit about how you manage that chaos. And she had a few um, general tips to help us with that. And one of the first one of, of those was to give yourself a break. So if you had to tell us about a life management skill um, in giving yourself a break, what do you think that means, Charlene? And how does that look? Our day and age is fast and immediate. And a lot of times when we're organizing and decluttering in our life, it takes a lot of time. It takes some thought and you don't need to have that fast speed. Mm -hmm. So you stop, you reflect. Sometimes something won't work quite right. And, and so you need to change what you're doing. Give yourself an okay to change what you're doing and make it better. Whatever is going to give you that outcome that gives you peace and makes you feel that you've accomplished that organization and decluttering in that area of your life. And you definitely don't want to add more stress to your life. So you want your outcome to be peaceful and to and a good feeling. So don't push yourself and just let yourself have grace or be able to make changes as you go along with no deadlines. Those are wonderful suggestions. And what would you say when we manage this chaos is the biggest byproduct that it brings to our lives? So that's even another area of when you declutter and when you organize, then you get to share with others what's worked for you. You might be able to help somebody, but your whole family benefits from decluttering and having organization around them. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, if we had to say some concrete examples, um, you had suggested to me earlier in our conversations outside of our podcast about um, identifying immediate things, things that are daily things that have to be managed <clears throat> that are chaotic for us. And one of those examples that we came up with to talk about was my biggest chaos is getting my kids ready for school in the morning. So how would you break that daily task down into something and make it less chaotic? Definitely a good area to focus on. And making lunches the night before, that's a big help. Being able to have their clothes laid out the night before, do as much as you can the night before. Have things near the door that's going to go out the door. If it's winter, you know, the coats and the shoes that they need to wear. Have things prepared the night before because the kids don't have to remember so much and neither do you. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, what if our biggest chaos is, so, or maybe we have that one and then we have another one and we would, we would call it, my biggest chaos is getting dinner on the table in time every day. It is a bag drag of anxiety. 
kids are screaming and we always, I always used to call it the, the witching hour when kids would, if, if they're small children, they start about four o'clock. And if they're school age kids, they come home from school acting like that. And if you haven't, if you don't have a plan, it's always going to devolve into a mess. So what are some concrete suggestions you would make on that kind of organization? So you don't have to be a chef every single night. We all have simple meals that, that we rely on at times. Factor those into your week. If you've got a really busy day, then do a simple meal or even a meal that you could prepare the night before and you know a simple salad with meat in it or something like that. You don't have to be a chef that has that you're putting a meal out that takes two or three hours to prepare. That's always nice to do once in a while. Everybody appreciates it, but you don't have to do it every night. And if you're cooking something, that gives you another marvelous meal at another time when you've got a busy day and you can just pull it out of the freezer and you've got a wonderful dinner and you've not had to prepare in the kitchen all night long again. So if you set your menus down and give yourself the ability to move those around even, you don't have to do what your menus tell you. You can adjust them. If your day gets too busy, then swap one of the days out of cooking to a different day. Give yourself flexibility. That is the most important with, with preparing food every single day like we have to. We tell ourselves the excuse, well, I'm not a naturally organized person. Well, guess what? Nobody is if they're listening to this. Because if they're naturally organized, they're not going to be, they're going to naturally be doing those tips. And I know just as a way of a testimonial, my children are grown now, but in those years when they were home and I was responsible for all the meals, um, it, I got a hold of a cookbook called Once a Month Cooking, and there's a lot of resources like that out there. So all these suggestions that you're making are just are, are bringing back memories. And I can remember, I would think, well, I'm not a naturally organized person, but when I broke it down into small tasks, and now, you know, since COVID has given us all these crazy, wonderful gifts, uh, besides the fact that it was a big pain, of like you can call Walmart and order your groceries the day before or even the week before. And you you can cut out all those hours of having to go up and down the grocery aisle. That really helps. And things like, as you suggested, and I saw in my own life and in my kids' life, when I did not have to wonder or feel that feeling of anxiety about, oh, no, I have not planned the meal for tonight. That was all taken care of when I, I broke that down into small bits. And it is definitely worth it. I mean, that is such a, you know, and that will help you later on when the kids are grown. For me, I'm still the one who does the cooking. But a, another one is to maybe divide up tasks. You know, if you have a partner or a husband who will do his share of it or part of it, that's another way to share the wealth. And we were talking about two examples of something that is a daily thing that you have to do day in and day out and you can't put it off. So do you see how we're giving these concrete suggestions? There are also things that have to be done in sometimes in a daily way, or we want to do them in a daily way, 
but they are also things that can, they're not immediate. Like you have to feed the kids, you have to eat, um, but you don't necessarily have to have the household chores done every single day. So in those, in that arena, when you talk, start talking about things that are not pressing things that have that absolutely must positively be done that day. How would you suggest organizing those and breaking them down? Well, when you're talking about chores within the house, you definitely don't have to do everything every day. And if you need a little bit of help, write down the things that you need to have done, say within the week, and mark the things that, that you feel have to be done every day and then mark things that have to be done weekly and then set up a schedule for that and give yourself again flexibility you don't have to do it exactly the same day or night that you've planned if something else comes up but those written guidelines really help habits form that are good habits and then you can get into a routine that helps your day flow and you then have the freedom of of the gift of time because you're organized you can check it off and now you have extra time on your hands oh that's wonderful now how about something this is one that all everybody's going to go oh in january um i want to start exercising so what about exercise, something like that, that's a self-care type of thing. And that's the kind of thing that gets put off and gets put off and gets put off and then never gets attended to. So how would you suggest handling that? Yes, and I put it off far too um, often. I need the structure of classes. So I put classes on my schedule and that gets me exercising more than just being by myself. But other people, if you have DVDs at home, if you prefer to stay at home to do it, DVDs can encourage you and keep you at that level of exercise that you want. Also, your body, you really do need to move to be healthy. You need to move for five minutes every hour and put a timer on if you have to. It's good for our brain health. It's good for our physical health. And so just that little bit of movement will help your day go by so much better and you'll stay in a good frame of mind you'll have a better attitude but definitely factor in those longer periods of exercise and it doesn't have to be every day first try it maybe twice a month not twice a month wouldn't that be nice twice a week is what i wanted to say so twice a week but get out and maybe do a 15 20 minute walk you don't have to go to a gym you don't have to do really heavy exercise. A little movement is better than none if you're not doing any. Oh, that's wonderful suggestions. And, you know, I would like to piggyback that and say that I noticed that you said you needed a class. You know, everybody's different. And if you need that accountability, then that is a great way to find it or to exercise with another person if you're going to walk make an appointment with a neighbor. That's also a great way to exercise and build relationships. I hadn't thought of that before, the accountability piece. And lastly, I have a neuromuscular disease, so I am very limited in what kinds of exercise I can do. And 
In addition to that, I've never really liked exercise because I've never been athletic. But the one that I can do is swimming. So if you can find something that is also something that that you really love, if it's something you despise, you're not going to do it. And I love the way you said incorporate when you get up, throw in some laundry, uh, move around. You incorporate that kind of movement all through the day. And I think you had suggested to me to even set a timer, which I love. The, the Internet, that was one of the suggestions they made was to make use of a timer. Set your alarm. Oh, Lord, I have I don't know if I could do this, but. That's what a great idea. Set your alarm for every hour to remind you until you get in the habit. All wonderful suggestions. Stay with us, everybody. We're we're on to our our last section, and we're going to close this one out. I hope you found some wonderful tips and tricks to help you in life management and organizational skills in this coming year. And this is Defy Trauma, Embrace Joy, and we'll see you back next time. I hope you'll like and subscribe to this channel and also follow me on social media and go to my website, DefyTraumaEmbraceJoy.com to receive a free newsletter that includes a worksheet and video every Friday. Mm -hmm.